Adult content intended for an adult audience only as this contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of this story is purely fiction and not intended for anything but the enjoyment of the listener. If you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. Everybody Needs a Hobby Part 12 by George DeBuilder Chapter 26 Wednesday morning I was a little disoriented waking up in the guest bedroom by myself but quickly remembered last night. My dick was hard, a combination of needing to take a leak and the memory of the blowjob my three roommates gave me before I tucked them into my bed for the night. I stumbled into the bathroom Kate and Gina shared, flipped up the toilet seat and let loose. I glanced around while I drained the main vein and shook my head in wonder at all the different products and implements of beauty that cluttered the counter. Giving it the traditional three shakes, I flushed and put the seat down. Yeah, I remembered, and tried to find something that resembled soap at the sink and washed my hands. I finally found a towel that wasn't piled on the floor and made my way out of no man's land. I swung through the kitchen on the way to my bedroom and took a couple swallows of orange juice right out of the carton. S-H-H-H. Don't tell. No big surprise, the girls were still sacked out, spooned together, front to back with legs and arms intricately intertwined. The sheet was also wound in and around and I'd like to have hung around to see if they could release themselves from their bonds. I quietly got dressed, managed to find all three foreheads and gave them each a parting kiss. Mid-morning I'd swung through Mickey D's early and had a questionably nutritious breakfast and was doing my best to resist temptation as I drove by Susie's Donuts. I always get a craving for something sweet after a meal. The irritating jangle of the Bluetooth in my ear kept me on the straight and narrow. This is George, I answered. Good morning, George, in three-part harmony. Just like Charlie, my three angels were on speakerphone. My morning just got better. Good morning, angels, I laughingly replied. Hi, baby. Brit, my number one angel replied, the other two giggling in the background after they had done their part. We thought we'd call you and thank you for last night. Well, if I recall, I should be thanking you, I said, rerunning the incredible sight of three beautiful women ravishing one another and then giving me a three-on-one hummer I won't soon forget. Yeah, that was fun. You have a very popular cock, mister. She laughed. Yeah, well, what can I say? So what are you guys up to today? Well, let's see. She hummed. Kate will work on the photos she shot yesterday. Weren't those great? Yeah, I replied. I think we could have a nice niche there if we present it right. I still can't get over how that one close-up looked like some kind of landscape. You could hang that anywhere and if you didn't tell anyone what the subject matter was, they'd never guess. Yeah, I'm so proud of Kate. She was already talking this morning of definitely changing her major to art or graphic arts. Something along those lines. That's right, don't classes start next week? I asked. Yeah, we're all set. She'll just have to crash some classes. Professors are supposed to be on campus this week, so maybe I'll suggest that she check in with some of them and see what the odds are of her crashing some of them. That makes sense to me. I replied. So are you and Gina gonna figure out the wardrobe for the truck in the Hudson? I've been thinking about that already. She said with a little excitement in her voice. You know how we talked about you and Gina doing the special calendar shots? I could visualize her throwing the air quotes down on special. Well how about some really, really, really small cutoffs? You know, some that will show off her fabulous butt and will pair it with a string top. 
We can play around with the hard hat and maybe even a pair of work boots. Do you think that would be too much of a departure from just the bikinis and cars? I see what you're saying, but girls wear shorts with bikini tops all the time. I don't think anyone would notice the bottoms being shorts, especially if I'm imagining what you described. I said, Okay, so we'll work with that. She said, Any ideas on the big car? Well, I really did like the schoolgirl outfit you wore. Yeah. She laughed. I noticed. Since we've really done straight bathing suits up to no, I'm kind of thinking that the skirt is a real big change from the rest of what we've shot. I mean, there are some retro styles out there that kind of have a skirt on the bottoms, but I don't know. Yeah, you're probably right. I admitted with a sigh. But I sure like that little skirt. You dirty old man. She laughed. Well, I'm sure we could use it in our shoot. Oh, too bad we don't have a chauffeur's uniform for you. You could be the lecherous chauffeur that takes advantage of his employer's little girl as he's taking her to her private school. You are something. I laughed as I adjusted myself. Between you and Kate, I think you guys have the makings for an adult movie company. You could be the writer, and Kate could be the director. That could be fun. Britt replied in her Mae West persona. What would Gina do? Well, flashing on last night's events, she could be your fluffer. What the hell is a fluffer? She asked. Well, she'd be the one who gets the male talent ready for the next scene, if you catch my drift. Oh, she snickered. I get it. I take it Gina's blow jobs are getting better. Oh, they've always been good, but hanging around with the master. Implying Brit, of course. Her skills have improved greatly. Yeah, well, practice does make perfect, and we all love practicing on you, lover. Anyway, we'll think about the hornet some more, and Gina will be more than happy to get in some more practice. I think she even has a pair of shorts we can use, but we may want to modify them a bit, if you know what I mean. Alrighty then, I'll leave that up to you experts. I have plenty to do getting work wrapped up here. Referring to the construction work that has been my livelihood for many years. I have a meeting with Mark this afternoon, so I may be running a little late. I'll try to let you know, okay? Sounds good, babe. You have a good rest of the day and we'll try to behave here. She giggled. Alright. I laughed. I love you, babe. Love you more. She replied in that husky voice once more and the line went dead. Early Wednesday evening well it had been an interesting afternoon indeed. I hit the couple jobs we still had going and went to the office to meet with Mark. He sounded anxious on the phone earlier, which made me nervous as a long-tailed cat in a rocking chair factory. I hate surprises, so my mind makes up all the possible scenarios I could possibly be facing, and none of them were good. I had myself convinced that Mark had changed his mind and wasn't retiring to a tropical paradise, and I'd have to postpone my plans to be a full-time photographer. Brit would be crushed. Instead, I'm whistling a happy tune, albeit out of key. I pulled up in front of the warehouse door and realized I didn't have my remote control with me. I called Brit's cell. I told you not to call me on this phone, she said in a whisper. I don't want my boyfriend catching us. I paused, looking at the screen to see if I had misdialed and put the phone back to my ear. Nothing but silence. I waited and heard her breathing. I wasn't sure what to do, what to say. Finally, she couldn't take it anymore and started to laugh. Baby. George, baby, are you still there? Uh, was my intelligent reply. Lover, I'm sorry, I was just goofing with you. Are you okay? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I was in Never Never Land when I called and you caught me off guard. That would have been kind of funny if I'd been awake. I'm so sorry. She said once more and I could hear the concern in her voice. 
Is everything okay? Where are you? Oh yeah, I'm just outside. Could you open the big door? I don't have my remote. Oh shit, yeah, I'm sorry. Just a minute. I could hear her scurrying around and then the big door began to slide open. We were still on the phone as the big door opened wide. What the? George, is that you? She asked, standing in the warehouse wearing next to nothing, brightly illuminated by the halogen headlights of the beast I was driving. Well, you better hope it is, or you're making a perfect stranger's day dressed like that. I laughed, ended the call, and then hit the air horns. Holy shit. I think she said, her voice drowned out by the thunderous echo that reverberated through the cavernous building. I pulled up to the front of the house I'd built inside the giant warehouse and shut it down just as Kate and Gina, dressed as scantily as Brit in what I could now see as lacy negligees, came bounding out the front door. What the, George? They screamed and then jumped up and down and clapped as I waved at them through the massive windshield. I pointed to the right trying to direct them to come around to the passenger side and then push the button that opened the door and lowered the steps of the big motorhome. I flipped a couple switches and the interior came to life as the girls cautiously ascended. Except for the soft background music playing, there was silence. The girls stepped in, big-eyed and open mouths, slow pirouettes, trying to take it all in. They were surrounded by exotic hardwoods, leather and stainless steel, plush carpet and expensive window coverings. It was a lot to take in and they hadn't moved from where they entered. There was much more to see further toward the back, but first Brit turned to me, still in awe. Wow, who's? I walked around them and they turned and followed me with their eyes. I opened the fridge in the kitchen and pulled out a bottle of champagne, smiled at them and said, Ours. What? Came the chorus and I watched happily as the jumping and laughing began again. The skimpy bras and panties contained little as they hugged each other and then turned toward me. I smiled, popped the cork on the bottle, and then made a hasty retreat to the back of the coach. All three were on my tail as I ran out of real estate. I managed to set the bottle on a side table and jumped onto the bed that took up the majority of the back of the bus. The girls piled on, hugging and kissing and tickling until we were all out of breath. I managed to move back and lean against the headboard and Brit snuggled up on one side, Gina on the other and Kate, while Kate was pretty well sprawled across all of us. It was a big bed, but not that big. So what's the story, lover? Brit asked, slipping her hand between the buttons of my shirt, her soft hand playing with the hair on my chest. First, Kate, sweetie, would you mind getting up and getting the champagne flutes out of the cupboard? I think they're to the right of the sink. You'll see a button on the handle. That unlatches the cabinet. Oh, she said as she inched off the bed and gave us all a great view of her perfect ass. Champagne flutes, how hoity-toity we're getting. Giggling and bouncing down the hall. Brit impeded my viewing by crawling over my chest and gave me a big, deep kiss. Gina turned my head and gave me a second one as Kate walked in with the crystal. Save some for me, she said as she set the glasses down and filled them each about halfway with the bubbly. Brit and Gina got situated beside me again as Kate handed them their glasses. Holding hers and mine, she nimbly crawled up on the bed and straddling my legs and knee walked over me until she was situated right over my crotch. Settling down, she squirmed until she felt my response, smiled and leaned in for her kiss, her hands still holding our drinks. I held her waist, holding her steady lest she spill on the bed or the girls. Having had her fill of my tongue, she sat back up straight and handed me my glass. It was evident that she was comfortable where she sat, so I took a sip and the girls followed suit. Well, I began. First off, what's with the silk and satin? Looking lustily at each scantily clad beauty. Well, Brit answered, 
We were inspired by Katie's photo shoot yesterday, so we thought we'd surprise you. Looks like you outdid us again, so quit stalling. What's with the rolling mansion? Well, you know I had that meeting with Mark today, and he sounded a little off, so I was concerned that things had gone sideways with his plans. Anyway, when I got there, her poured me some of his 30-year-old scotch and said he had some things he needed to talk to me about. So shit, now I was nervous and I just shot that first drink and flopped onto his couch. I took another sip and the girls stared at me, waiting for me to continue. Anyway, Mark then proceeds to laugh, slap me on the shoulder and refilled my glass. Turns out that he met with his accountants the other day, you know, to go over all the books and getting ready for the big move. Anyway, it turns out that he was in much better shape financially than he thought and that he was going to have to pay a buttload of taxes. They started really dissecting everything he has and they came upon this motor home. I didn't know he even owned it and I guess Mark even forgot he had it. Seems he took it in lieu of getting paid for a job and it's been in storage for a year or two. Anyway, they found some way of writing the thing off or down or something like that and since he can't sail it to his new island home, Mark decided he didn't need it, so here it is, part of my severance package. You mean he just gave it to you? Kate gasped, not entirely from my story. She hadn't stopped rubbing on my cock through my pants since she sat down. Yeah, pretty much I guess. As I toyed with the lace that framed Gina's D-cups. There has to be a bill of sale for the title transfer, so I'll pay him some nominal amount so that we can truthfully say he sold it to me. After that, it's mine or ours. Looking at Brit and giving her a kiss. Depending on whether I take ownership or the business does. I guess we need to talk to someone and see what makes the most sense. Well, they say timing is everything. Britt replied, moving up more onto my chest and giving me another kiss. I was putting together a list for Saturday like you mentioned earlier, and it became obvious pretty quickly that we were going to have to caravan out to the ranch, what with the five of us and all the clothes and equipment. Now, well, that's one vote for the company owning this rig. I nodded. Mobile studio, dressing room, office, movie set. Kate interjected, rocking back and forth some more. Love nest. Gina piped in slipping one firm tit out of her tiny bra and moving it to my lips. I happily suckled while Brit sat up to kiss Kate as they played with each other's breasts. After working each other up, we leaned back to catch our breath. So how many will it sleep? Brit inquired, pulling Kate off my lap and into hers. Well, depending on. Then catching a breath as Gina took the opportunity to slip her hand under my waistband and grab a handful of hard-on. Depending on how many decide to sleep in here and how cozy you want to be in the other beds. I'd say there is room for six or seven very comfortably. Brit had both hands full of the little one's tits and was really working her nipples. Kate's head hung back on Brit's shoulder, moaning in her ear while her own hand had snuck down into her micro-panties and slowly strummed her pussy. Leaning over, I kissed Brit. Our tongues dueled for control as Kate squirmed in her lap. Not one to be ignored, Gina leaned over me and tried to get in on the kissing. After a frustrating bout, Gina asked, is it too early to christen the new ship? Sounds like a plan. Brit panted just as Kate slid around until she had one of Brit's tits in her mouth and her hand buried between the blonde stone thighs. Where to, Captain? Gina's eyes wide with lust. How about the captain's seat? I suggested. Aye, sir. She said with a sexy grin as she moved off the bed and held her hand out to help me up. No sooner were off the bed than Kate and Brit were sprawled over it, pulling off what little they wore. The sounds of their lovemaking followed us down the hall to the front of the coach. Standing in what I guess would be considered the living room, Gina stood before me and began to undress me. 
Her eyes never left mine as she worked her way down, cursing my boots under her breath until they were finally off. Her eyes still locked on mine, she took me in her mouth. Just her beautiful brown eyes locked on mine were enough to make me hard. Her soft lips and tongue made me lightheaded. My turn, she stood stone still as I reciprocated. Not having as much to do, I lingered as I went, kissing each nipple, lapping at her belly button. On my knees, I pulled the transparent panties down and kissed the top of her sexy slit, eliciting a soft moan. Not done yet, I ran my hands up and down one leg and kissed her hip, spinning her until I faced her perfect ass. I placed a kiss on each cheek as I explored her other leg. She shivered as I slid my tongue in and licked my way up between those firm hemispheres. Unable to resist, I spread her cheeks and she instinctively bent forward, grabbing the arm of a couch as I probed her ass with my rolled-up tongue. Her arousal had me ready to set sail and I stood and led her to the helm. I took my seat, folding the armrests out of the way and she stood in front of me with room to spare. Looking down, she acquired her target and plotted her course, straddling the captain's seat of power. Slowly, with my hands on her hips to help her guide her way, we made contact. Her pussy lips sucked the drop of precum that sat on my blunt tip. Gina shuddered as my cock split her wet lips, her inner heat burning me. A cry of ecstasy echoed from the far reaches, followed immediately by an equally loud howl of elation that only Kate could emit. Deaf to all others, my Amazon slowly made her descent. God, I love your fucking cock in my pussy. So fucking big. Oh, so fucking good. As she finally bottomed out. Her pussy rippled along my length as she just sat there with her eyes closed and chewed on her lower lip. I just sat there too and watched her facial expressions change as the sensations I felt on my cock changed as well. Her pussy worked my cock, her inner walls undulating, trying to swallow me, take me deeper. Sensing she had all I had to give, she opened her big brown eyes and took a deep breath and then smiled. Permission to fuck you, Captain? What was with all the role-playing I asked myself, not stupid enough to ask it out loud and ruin a good thing? Carry on, I replied. Putting her hands on my shoulders, she pushed up and I felt the cool air on my pussy-soaked dick. Almost to the top, she dropped back down, her pussy hugging me tight. Leaning, she bowed her back enough to give us both an unobstructed view of her cunt swallowing my cock, over and over again. Mesmerized by the view, we were unaware of the goings-on around us. A soft tickle on my shoulder and a whisper of breath gave her away. Enjoying yourself there, Captain? My first mate whispered in my ear as she looked over my shoulder. Gina kept up a steady rhythm. A long, slurping sound accompanied each upstroke. So fucking hot, Britt whispered in my ear, running her tongue around it. A tiny squeak got my attention and I glanced to the right. Little Kate, bare-ass as the day she was born was perched on the massive dashboard that was big enough for her to sleep on comfortably. Leaning against the window post in the corner, she had one leg on the dash and the other spread wide, dangling provocatively. She was watching the show, one hand pulling on an erect nipple while the other sluiced two or three fingers in her soap snatch and then rubbed her clit almost viscously. My cock didn't stand a chance, visual stimulation to my right. Physical stimulation in front of me on my cock and Brit's bare breast on my shoulder, her tongue slithering around in my ear. Your cock looks it's ready to blow there, Captain. Gina's whole body shuddered as I felt her come, waves of her juices washing over my cock. That was all I could take. Ready for the captain to let loose the cannon? Brit asked the quaking brunette as another orgasm swept through her. Pleasy. She cried out as she dropped her head on my other shoulder. I held her tight and rocked into her pussy once, twice, and then. Hun, 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 I grunted with each volley I fired deep inside her. 
Gina and I held each other tight as my cock spasmed in recoil, her pussy hugging me tight. We breathed hard in each other's ear, regaining enough strength to dare try and stand back upright. Britt kissed us each on the cheek and then went into the bathroom in search of a towel or washcloth. Meanwhile, Kate peeled herself off the dash and walked over and gave us a hug. That was about the sexiest thing I've watched in a while. Thank you. I could just see the top of her head out the windshield as she made her way back into the house. Here. Britt stood beside us. Let me help you up. Taking Gina's hand, she held her while Gina found her land legs once more and stood beside me while I stayed seated. Stand still. Britt commanded her girlfriend as she dropped to her knees in front of her to help her get cleaned up. I'd foolishly assumed that Britt would use the washcloth she'd found. Gina gasped and dug her fingernails into my shoulder trying to stay upright as our blonde lover took Gina's pussy into her mouth and hoovered our collective juices out of her. Another small tsunami washed over her, flushing the last of our love into Britt's greedy mouth. You little shit. Gina cursed with a smile on her face as she held Britt's head to her crotch until she was once again able to stand on her own. Pulling Britt back to her feet, Gina, her hands still full of blonde hair, pulled Britt into a deep kiss, sharing what Britt had collected. Satisfied that she had received her share of the bounty, Gina leaned over and gave me an equally deep kiss and then a hug, whispering softly, I love you. And then as she straightened up, and I love your cock. With that, she gave Britt another kiss and turned and exited the coach. We both watched as the naked brunette made her way into the house and then Brit slid into my lap. So, that was fun. As she looked back over my shoulder at the motorhome interior. I can see where this thing could come in real handy, both for the business and personally. I've always wanted to take a road trip somewhere and do some camping. Yeah, I agreed. I'd like to think that we could sneak a vacation in now and then. I'm not too sure how useful it will be for the business, but you never know. We'll talk to the accountant and see how it all pencils out. I hugged her tight as we sat there silently for a bit. Well, I don't know about you, but my ass is getting cold and I'm hungry. Bitch, bitch, bitch. She giggled, squirming in my lap, trying to get a rise out of me. All right, one more kiss. Which she took and then whispered in my ear. We all love you. And with a wink, she slipped out of my lap and walked out naked, leaving me to gather all the clothes. Thursday morning. Babe. I whispered in her ear. Matthew Gaslia, was the protesting reply. Even her sleepy gibberish sounded sexy and my cock nestled against her but responded. Baby wakey wakey, kissing her ear and cupping her breast. Gway sleep, she mumbled as she pushed back against my dick. I'm sorry sweetie, I said a little louder, her nipple now between my thumb and forefinger. I hooked my leg over hers and wedged my hardness in between my favorite buns. Slowly she started to come around and rocked her hips incrementally. I kissed her shoulder and combed my fingers through her long blonde hair. I didn't want to wake you baby, but I just realized that I need a ride to work. I left my truck at the shop when I brought home the motorhome. Oh, that's too bad, she murmured, lifting her leg and pushing mine off of her, subtle hint. Ah, come on lover, I pleaded softly as I pushed myself up on my elbow and gazed down her sexy form. Now on her back, she unintentionally left herself open for further pestering on my part. I ran on finger down from the tip of her nipple and skipped over one rib and then the next. She shivered slightly and I looked up to see her biting her lower lip in anticipation, her eyes scrunched closed. I worked my way down, circling her navel before making my way to my final destination. I stopped short and detoured, tracing a line to her hips and then back to the center of her firm lower belly. 
Her legs spread slightly as my finger fell into the crevasse between her mound and her leg. Spreading wider still, inviting, I retraced my path and moved to the other side. Falling into the opposing cleft, she inhaled deep, her hand teasing her own stiffened nipple. Leaning over, I took the other between my lips and let my wandering finger find her waiting sex. Her pussy lips were wet and distended, anxious for my touch. Still nursing on her breast I watched as my fingers slipped beneath the folds. Her other hand captured my head, holding me in place as I suckled happily. I worked my finger, then a second inside her, gathering her juices. Slipping upward, I captured her excited clit between the folds and my fingers and worked it slowly. Britt moaned softly as she rocked her hips in concert with my fingers as we worked together to get her off. Baby! She moaned as she captured my hand under hers and guided me, working my slick fingers over and around her clit. I laid my head on her chest and flicked her nipple with my tongue, fascinated with the way she used my hand to bring herself to climax. Suddenly, and with little warning, she inhaled deep and bucked her hips, pushing my hand hard on her mons. Yes, baby, yes, yes. She moaned as she broke loose. I could feel the heat rise from within, and she held her butt high off the mattress, pushing downward with her hand on mine. After a few deep breaths she relaxed, her butt back on the bed and she released her hold on me. I let my fingers slip back between the folds and tease her pussy ever so lightly. She ran her hand down my back and raked her nails back up my spine. I wrapped my arms around her and hugged her tight, nibbling on her neck. Now will you give me a ride to work? I suppose. She sighed, rolling to her side and giving me a soft kiss. But I want breakfast too. She smiled. Later yet that morning after a quick shower and a quick hand job as we soaked each other up, we finally made our way to my stranded truck. It was a slow work morning, so a late breakfast worked out just perfectly. We sat and talked about the business, our photography business, and daydreamed out loud. Not surprisingly, we wandered down parallel paths, both having the same visions of the future for our new venture. The more we talked, the further out we planned, our personal relationship trickled into the conversation. We'd walked into the restaurant holding hands and we held hands throughout breakfast. It just seemed natural and then it turned into a game. My right hand crossed the small table and held Brit's left. Both being righties, she got the better end of that deal. Ambidextrous I'm not. Starting the minute we sat down across from each other and sipping our coffee, we never lost contact. Brit was wiser when it came to ordering. She opted for the French toast and a side of bacon. Knucklehead me, I had to have the steak and eggs and some sourdough toast. Our waitress, an older woman, was amused by the whole thing and I'll swear she even took sides with Brit. Whenever she came over to top off our coffee, she'd pick up the cups and fill them and set them back on the table. I caught her once give Brit a wink when for the third time, she set my cup far to the right, on the other side of our clasped hands, just so I'd have to do this body contorting twist to retrieve it. Brit giggled each time. I realized I was in for more when our server sat our meals in front of us and gave me a big smirk as she sat mine in front of me. A large steak knife straddled the plate and the generous hunk of beef. Not your usual wimpy breakfast steak, this was a serious piece of sirloin. I heard Brit snicker as she looked down at her meal and easily poured syrup over her French toast. She picked up a slice of bacon with her fingers, looked up at me and smiled as she bit off a piece. If we hadn't been out in public, I'd have done the same, just grabbed the side of beef and gone at it like a starving caveman. Stalling, I pried the foil top off the single-serving jelly packet and didn't even try to scoop it out with a knife. I just squeezed the raspberry goodness out onto the bread. Earning yet another suppressed giggle, Britt watched with amusement as I chased two eggs, over medium, 
around the plate with the dull fork. Unencumbered, Brit enjoyed her meal and the sideshow. When it was time to face the steak, I made one sad attempt at cleaving off a piece with the aforementioned dull fork. Beaten, I looked up at her with a sad look on my face and squeezed her hand. Poor baby, she said in a motherly voice. Do you need help cutting up your meat, honey? I stuck my tongue out at her and she lost it, laughing out loud. Equally loud was the laugh that came from across the dining area. Our waitress was in stitches. Game over. I tried to break our hold on each other, but Britt wasn't having it. Here, give me the knife. You hold it with the fork and I'll cut it. This is silly. I protested, looking around to see how much of a spectacle we had made of ourselves. Thankfully we'd caught the place between the breakfast and lunch rushes. I think it's fun. She corrected me as she picked up the knife with one hand and squeezed my other. Let's finish what we started. She gave me that look that just goes straight to my heart. The one that said she was mine and she was all in. I smiled and then sighed in defeat. I stabbed the dead cow and Britt reached over and sawed off a bite-sized piece. Next problem was retrieving the fork and once more I gave her that forlorn look and nearly whimpered. I love you. She laughed and reached back across the table and proceeded to whack away at the steak until it was pared into a pile of pieces. Thanks, I said as I sampled the beef. Thankfully it was a good cut. Would have been a pity after all this work. We continued though our meal, our hands still holding each other's, fingers massaging and teasing. Our waitress came over and grabbed our coffee cups once more and gave me a big smile as she sat mine conveniently within reach. You two are about the cutest couple I've ever seen, she said. She looked over at our clasped hands. Pardon me for asking but are you two married? He hasn't let go of your hand long enough for me to see if you had a ring or not. Britt blushed and looked at me as she answered. Well, not yet and the blush got deeper. I gulped hard and gave her hand another squeeze. Oh, I'm so sorry if I embarrassed you. I'm just a nosy old broad and watching you two this morning has just made my day. I remember what it was like to be so in love that you couldn't stand to be apart, but that was a long time ago. It just warms my heart to see you two together like this. She turned to me. I hope it's okay that I tease you a bit with the coffee. That was great, Rose, Britt answered pausing to look at the woman's name tag. I appreciate the assist. I'm glad he ordered the steak too. That was fun. I looked up at Rose. And that wasn't the cut of meat that usually comes with breakfast, now was it? Rose's cheeks managed to blush through all the makeup she wore and let out a girlish giggle and winked at Brit. No extra charge, she said and turned on her heels and walked back toward the kitchen. Can I get you kids anything else? She asked over her shoulder. I don't think so, Rose, just the bill please. I replied. Coming up, darling, she said happily as she went through the swinging doors. After paying and leaving a generous tip and the promise that we'd be back soon, we walked out, hand in hand. We walked through the parking lot until we got to her car. Leaning against the fender, I pulled her into an embrace and she leaned in, expecting a kiss. I placed my index finger on her lips and she opened her eyes, questioning my interruption. Not yet, huh? I asked. Brit squinted her eyes as she leaned back and looked at me, unsure of the question. What? Not yet, oh. She suddenly realized. That not yet, well. I interrupted her, giving her the kiss she was expecting and then some. Our tongues played as our hands had earlier, but there was moaning involved now. Brit ground her pelvis into mine and I latched onto her but with both hands and pulled her in tighter yet. I half hoped that Rose was looking out the window as we carried on like a couple of teenagers in the middle of the parking lot. 
We stopped just before I started working out a plan in my head to carry her back to my truck and work off a little breakfast in the back seat. So, I whispered in her ear as we continued to hold each other tight. We're getting married, huh? Of course we are. She whispered back as she nibbled on my ear. Her hand drifted down between us until she had her hand wrapped around the ever-present bulge she was responsible for. You don't think I'd take the chance of this ever getting away from me, do you? Giving me a hand hug. I ran my tongue around the inside of her ear, and she hugged me harder as I gripped her ass even tighter, surely leaving a semi-permanent imprint. So you'll let me know when this is supposed to happen. You know, give me a little notice. I asked. I'm in no hurry. She purred. I'm pretty happy with the way things are now. And she gave me another breath-stealing kiss. Late Thursday afternoon after muddling through the rest of an uneventful day, I pulled into the warehouse to a pleasant surprise. Busy as little bees, my three favorite girls were wiping down the black stepside pickup that was the next subject for the calendar shoot. It was warmish in the Chaz Mao building and my salacious workers were dressed accordingly. Glistening under the overhead lights, all three had given up on their string tops which now hung on the back struts of a four-foot step ladder next to the truck. Hi, lover. Britt called out as I put my truck in park and stepped out. It was a dick-stiffening panorama and I reached into the cab and grabbed my work camera and snapped off a couple of shots. Britt was at the front of the truck, standing on a small stool. Bent at the waist, she leaned across the hood, wiping off any dust that had settled on the glossy finish. Her profile was stunning with her long blonde hair swept to one side, a silken backdrop for her perfect breasts, nipples lightly grazing the reflective surface. Barefoot and wearing her favorite satin running shorts, and I do mean short, her legs looked shapely and powerful. Gina, with the long legs and torso stood on the second rung of another ladder and reached across the roof of the old Chevy and worked the soft cotton towel across the fine finish. Her generous D-cups left their print on the enamel, adding to her workload. Her leg muscles were taut as she stood barefoot and stretched. Her ass cheeks were tight, clamped down on the bit of white floss that made up the bikini bottom she nearly wore. I so wanted to stand behind her and bury my face there. Katie, the little one was similarly apparelled with only the tiniest of a royal blue string bottom covering very little. She stood at the back of the truck, vigorously working over the tailgate, giving me a teasing view of her tail. Her long black hair was pulled into a full ponytail that swept the floor beside her as she bent at the waist. For such a tiny thing, she was perfectly proportioned except for those big brown eyes that could melt me to the core. Looks good, ladies, I said as I approached the truck. Already positioned in front of the seamless backdrop, I looked around, impressed that they had all the lights set up and in the correct locations and the nearby table held the cameras and the laptop. We were ready to shoot. So, does everything look okay? Kate asked as she looked over her shoulder at me, still bent over and wiggling her butt at me. Britt giggled as she walked over to me. I think she means the lights stud. Grabbing my hand, she pulled me down to her level for a kiss. I pulled her in tight and had two hands full of the most perfect ass, and we ground against one another until we had to come up for air. Get a room. Gina laughed, still perched on the ladder and bent over the truck's roof. I gave Britt an extra squeeze and then kicked off my shoes and made my way toward the truck. I shuffled around in sock feet, not wanting to mar the painted floor and looked over the truck. Making a show of leaning inside through the driver's window, I ran a hand up Gina's long leg for support and caressed her muscular thigh. I felt a slight shiver as she anticipated my hand's path. I stood back up straight beside her and planted a kiss on her ass cheek, so conveniently positioned at the perfect elevation. Looks good. Nibbling on the other side. She threw me an air kiss and a wanton look. 
obviously ready for the day's shoot. Brit appeared suddenly beside me and gave her roommate another bus on the butt. Okay babe, let's get you changed for the shoot. Gina sighed and took the two steps down to the floor and gave me another look that made my dick jump. Her breast shined with the thin layer of sweat and I was tempted, but Brit interjected. Okay, let's get this show on the road. Kate, I'll get Gina ready and you can help lover boy here get set to shoot, okay? Shoot pictures or... She giggled, her tiny tits bouncing as she laughed at her own joke. You just do your photography thing. Gina threatened mockingly, and with a knowing smile and a quick glance down at my crotch. My dick fluttered again as I turned to the table to check out the gear. Kate joined me at the table and stood as close as she could without crawling up on my shoulders. She watched quietly as I looked all the lenses over for dust, checked the batteries and cards. Anticipating my next move, she leaned over and turned on the laptop. I picked up the camera and turned back to the truck and fired off a couple shots to see if the lights synced. Looks good, Kate said. I turned back to look at the laptop and indeed, everything did look good. Bend over the work table, her fingers danced over the keyboard, playing with the image. The concentration on her face mixed with the technology on the table and her near-naked profile was too good to pass up and I fired off a couple more shots. The little one giggled when her own image popped up on the screen. I leaned in and it wasn't a half-bad shot, considering the lighting was all directed the other way. The glare of the computer screen lit her face while her body was a mix of shadows and bright reflections on her glowing bare skin. Cool effect, she said as she straightened up and turned toward me. With a camera in my hand, I automatically fired off a couple more shots as she struck a silly pose. She wrinkled her nose when she looked at the shots as they came up on the screen. Not as good. You want to meter a couple shots on the truck before we shoot? They look good on the screen, but yeah, that's a good idea. I handed her the meter off the table and double-checked my camera settings. Okay, I'm ready. Kate had taken her position beside the truck and somewhere between where we were standing and the truck, she had somehow lost the scant bottoms she wore earlier. I shook my head in mild disbelief which garnered another girlish giggle from my pixie. Okay, I reminded her. We'll take readings from bright spots and from shadowed areas and work for a balance to begin with. Gotcha she said as she stood beside the bed of the truck and set one foot on the running board and held the light meter out to her right by the driver's door. I looked over the shot, not missing the gleam of light that reflected off her moist pussy lips. I winked at her when I looked up and found her staring at me. I popped the lights, not bothering to look at the viewfinder, but looking for glares and dark spots. It's kind of an old-school method, back when we used film, but it's how I learned, so I still like to do it today. Kate shouted out the meter reading with each shot asking questions as we went. I was proud of her attention to detail and her wanting to learn and understand the process. We took some more readings at the front and rear of the truck. She leaned over the hood of the Chevy and spread her legs, flashing me her now saturated snatch and a winking anus. She moved the meter high and low, yelling out the readings. Skipping to the back, she bounced up onto the open tailgate and spread her legs obscenely wide. She smiled big as she focused on the arousal she had caused in my pants. Somewhat professionally, she moved the meter about as I paid a little more attention to my bracketing as I fired off more test shots, and she called out the results. Jesus, Katie. Gina hollered from the other side of the warehouse. We can't leave you alone for a second, can we? The little one broke out in laughter as she slid off the cool metal tailgate. I turned and stared dumbly at the apparition approaching. She was every construction worker's wet dream. Starting at the bottom in a pair of red wings with the gray wool socks rolled down to the tops of the boots. 
Her long legs continued up until they ran into a pair of micro-cut-off denim shorts. The cuffs were rolled up tightly against the top of her muscled thighs and the waistband was just a couple inches above that. If there were pockets, you couldn't fit anything but a bit of loose change in them, and then you couldn't get it out cause the shorts fit so tightly. Moving further north, it takes a while before you encounter her belly button and there is a hint of a six-pack as you make your way on up. Topside, her superb breasts are snugly sequestered in a string top that is also masterfully sculpted out of denim. Atop it all, perched on her head was one of my hard hats, blue and a bit dinged up, but on her, it was a tiara. Her hair hung down her back in one long ponytail that swished to and fro in time to her undulating hips. Hips swaying left and right, tits bouncing up and down and a confident smile on a beautiful face. She was perfection. Whatcha think? Brit asked, skipping just a couple steps behind her roommate. At first, I assumed that she was referring to Gina's outfit but then I saw that my girl had traded in her running shorts for another outfit I'd never seen before. Still barefoot and bare-legged, she wore a pair of highly modified denim bib overalls. Back in the day, and I mean way back in the day, overalls were common workwear for carpenters and other tradesmen. Plenty of pockets and a comfortable loose fit made them popular, and in the colder climes, they were loose enough to be worn over your other clothes for an extra layer of insulation. Brits had seen fit to completely jettison the legs of the countrified clothing and the sides were cut high, like a pair of French panties. The bib portion was worn correctly, but cinched up loosely and with no shirt underneath. She gave me a little pirouette as she grew nearer and the open sides offered a spectacular view of her torso and the majority of my favorite set of titties. Well, I answered, all you need is a straw hat and a wheat stem to chew on in your set. Kinda wish we had a tractor to shoot. Gina had made her way to the set and sidled up beside me and rubbed up against my side like a cat and purred. So do I fit the part? I put my arm around her waist and let my hand drift down until my fingers flirted with her cuffed work shorts. Babe, if he showed up to work on one of my jobs dressed like this, I'd have to just let everyone else go home for the day, cause you'd cause nothing but accidents all day long. She giggled and turned to give me a soft kiss on the cheek. I dodged the bill of her hard hat and gave her a little swat on the butt. Okay, move to the front of the truck, naked assistant, my camera, please. Holding out my hand and assuming the role of the big-time artist. What a way to run a business. Britt mumbled mockingly as she walked up behind Gina and fluffed up her hair and put her in her first pose. The shoot went great with Gina really getting into her part. Her facial expressions added a lot to the shots, and we took great delight in watching our naked nymph running back and forth across the warehouse retrieving tools from my toolbox to use as props for various shots. After a couple hours we had shot every conceivable combination of poses we could come up with and called it a wrap. Kate made one more trip across the great expanse and brought us all bottles of water. We pulled up some folding chairs and they huddled around me, Britt and Gina on either side, Kate behind me, as I scrolled through the frames. Once again, it was going to be difficult to narrow it down to just one picture for the calendar. Oh, look at her ass in this one, Kate said in a throaty whisper. On the screen, Gina had one long leg up on the tailgate and her other on the ground, the only one of us who could pull off this move. Her one leg was stretched tight and her butt cheek protruded, casting a slight shadow where they intersected, accentuating the shape of her ass. Looks good enough to eat, I said under my breath, but not softly enough that she didn't hear me. Britt sighed and Gina leaned over and whispered, I'll take you up on that and ran her tongue inside my ear. I continued to shuffle through the shots with Kate trying to massage my neck with her bare breasts as Britt, 
and Gina's hands teased my cock which they had easily managed to make rock hard. The comments continued, most of them good except for the occasional critique from our model about one shot making her ass look enormous while the next had her twisted around until she looked like she was writhing in pain, but with a smile. Mercifully, the slideshow came to an end with Gina's hand in the fly of my pants, cock in hand, Brit with her hand in my shirt, tweaking my nipples and the little one still trying to wrap her bees with her stiff nipples around my neck. Okay, Brit said, standing and taking over the show. It's time for the next shoot. Kate, we need a hard hat for George. And our tiny, naked sprite skipped back across the expanse for yet another prop. While the remaining three of us turned and watched with adoration as her long hair and bouncy but skittered away. Gina, you're the apprentice and you're doing what you do best to make yourself a valued employee. Lover boy here is obviously your boss and the one you need to impress. Gina gave me a look that made my dick jump to attention as she licked her lips. Yes, ma'am. And babe. She said, turning to me and straightening my shirt. You just, well, you just be a guy. Yes, ma'am. I replied as I grabbed her by her bib and kissed her till she couldn't breathe. Okay, said the flustered art director. Kate, give the boss his hard hat and grab your camera. Gina, first shot will be beside the truck, next to the step side thingy. George, you'll be beside her and look like you're telling her to do something and point at the bed of the truck. Gina and I took our spots and the naked photographer bounced around under Brit's direction. Gina and I played off each other for each pose. I would try to look stern while she looked frightened. The next one, I would smile and she would be openly laughing, like I just told her the funniest joke she'd ever heard. The last one that Brit wanted was tougher and should really have been the one that took the least amount of acting skill. I was supposed to look, well I guess lustful, or maybe just plain old horny. Gina was then supposed to appear to be... Well, maybe the same, not lovelorn, just hot and bothered. Okay, satisfied with that pose. Gina, babe, you stand on the step and then lean all the way over and George, you stand to the side and just stare at that ass. Gina giggled and took her spot and bent over the side of the bed. Brit moved up behind her and tugged the crotch of the shorts deeper into the crack of that bountiful butt. Looks good, lover, she said, giving the brunette's but a bus on the left cheek. I took my place and went through facial expressions ranging from out-and-out lechery to comical, bug-eyed wonder. It all seemed a little foolish to begin with, posing and shooting like we were making some kind of storyboard for a movie or something. Regardless of what I thought, the girls were having fun and I knew how the story ended, so, yeah, I just shut up and did what I was told. Okay, next shot, Gina, move up like you're reaching way into the truck and your feet come off the ground, you know, so you're teetering on the edge of the bed. Gina did as she was told and had found equilibrium, her long legs cantilevered outward. Okay, babe, now you grab her feet, like you're trying to steady her. Okay, now spread her legs further apart. Okay, good, now, hang on. Again, the director stepped in for a wardrobe adjustment and pulled my apprentice's crotch up tighter yet and then yanked it sideways. One of Gina's pussy lips peeked out as well as a hint of her puckered asshole. Satisfied, Brit stepped back and took in the tableau. Okay, babe, step in a little more and spread those stems a little more and just take in the view. I didn't need much direction in that regard and whispered to my co-model as Brit was giving direction to her photographer. Hang in there, babe. If she doesn't get these shots pretty quick, I'm going to have to just have you right now. You're so fucking hot. I can't keep it in my pants much longer. Oh, God. She murmured in reply and I swear I saw her pussy lip pulse. Hurry up, Brit. I can't stay like this much longer. All right, all right. Sheesh, talent can be so bitchy. Okay, we only need a couple shots. Kate stood off to the side and got a profile of us, 
and then I heard them move a ladder behind me. Kate stepped up and rested the lens on my shoulder for a POV or point-of-view shot. The camera clacked an ear a half-dozen times and before she stepped back down, Kate leaned in, her stiff nipples poking me in the back, and whispered, Looks nice, I'd fuck that. Kissing my ear before she dismounted. Okay, lover, pull your employee out of the truck, but Gina, baby, your top is going to accidentally hook on the sides of the truck and ta-da, you're going to give your boss a close and personal look at those big old titties of yours. Good lord, Brit. Gina huffed as we worked together to extricate her from the back of the truck. Come on, go with me here. It'll be fun, the director said, trying to encourage her actor. Kate keeps shooting as he helps her out of the truck. We got Gina back upright, standing back on the step on the side of the truck and with my hands on her waist. She slowly turned as the lights continued to flash. I looked up and her tits were indeed, there and bare and standing proud. Looking up further I was captured by the look in her eyes, hooded and smoldering. I continued to make eye contact as I leaned forward and kissed her belly button. The lights continued to flash. Holding her firmly by the waist, I lifted her slightly off the truck and began to slowly lower her, my lips making contact with the warm skin that passed. Her boots hit the floor at about the same time her breasts reached lip level, and without direction I took the right one in my hand and drew her erect nipple into a kiss. Gina moaned and threw her head back as I suckled on her breast while my left hand explored her butt. My fingers played along the hem and I could feel the heat of her sex. My cock pulsed and she felt it, grinding her crotch into mine. The crew remained quiet, willing to let the talent improvise for now. I traded breasts and butt cheeks while my underling snaked her hand between, running it up and down my length through layers of clothing, an annoyance she would quickly remedy. I shifted a little when I felt her searching for the top of my zipper. With practice skill, she soon had my heart on free but captured in her left hand. With her right, she lifted my chin, detaching me from her breast and swapped it for her hungry mouth. Our tongues lashed at one another, moaning into our kiss. Both her hands now possessed my cock as mine returned to her tits. I rolled her nipples between my fingers and she kissed me harder until she had to break free from my grasp. Our lips parted and she slowly made her way to her knees until she was eye to, well I, with my rigid member. She stared it in the eye and then her tongue flicked out like a reptile and picked off the droplet of precum that hung there. Licking her lips, she held me with one hand and looked up and I watched her slowly consume me. With excruciating patience, she nibbled her way down my length, her tongue tickling the underside, until she had taken me whole, her nose tickled by my trimmed pubic hair. Her eyes never left mine until she had bottomed out, and then she slowly closed her eyes and swallowed. Brit always used this trick when she so effortlessly took me down into her throat. The swallowing action massages the head of my cock, and it's all I can do to not jettison my load. This was a first with Gina. Obviously the girls had been talking. I glanced up at Brit who was looking at me intently and gave me a knowing wink. Not one to want to have the story in too soon, I wrapped my fingers through her long hair and drew her back off my cock. She looked back up at me through watery eyes and she smiled with the tip of my cock between her lips, proud of her deep-throating skills. I gave her an acknowledging wink and for the benefit of the others, I slipped back into my role as the job boss and said gruffly, Not bad girl, now suck my dick! Both Kate and Brit gasped audibly and Gina bit down lightly before allowing me, as they so crudely put it in the porn vernacular, to fuck her face. Her eyes were big as I drove my cock in and out of her sweet mouth. Kate circled, snapping shot after shot before pausing just to stare. I looked over at her, and she was glued to the scene with her free hand between her legs. I could hear her wet pussy squelching, even over Gina's slurping on my cock. 
Okay, cut, cut. Britt yelled out like a movie director. I stopped at the bottom of the stroke and untangled my fingers. Gina was slow to let me go, her hand taking over where her lips had been. Still holding on, she stood up before me, squeezing my cock ever so lightly. Leaning in for a kiss, she stopped just short and whispered before she took my mouth with hers. I'm gonna wear your dick out. And she took my tongue in her mouth and worked it like my cock while her hands slid slowly back and forth, keeping me on the edge. Okay, people, our coverall-clad director said with authority. Gina rolled her eyes, still holding on and stroking lightly. Let's move to the back of the truck. Kate dropped the tailgate. Licking her fingers as she made her way to the back of the truck, Kate carefully sat the camera on the floor and tried to open the tailgate. Struggling, she looked over with a pouty look on her face. I looked at Gina, then down at her hold on me, and then back up. All right, go help her. She sighed and released me. I smiled and walked over to Kate, my cock bouncing along in front of me, sticking out of my pants. I grabbed onto the gate and gave it a manly tug and down it came. There you go, sweetie, I said to Kate. Thanks. She answered and turned to pick the camera back up off the floor. Bent at the waist in front of me, she stalled to mess with the camera. Her wet pussy offered a tempting target that I could simply have walked right into and might have except for the verbal warnings. Don't even, warned my co-star slash apprentice standing with her arms crossed under her sizable breasts. No teasing the talent, Katie, the director admonished. Come on, let's get this next shot, as she put her hand on Gina's ass and pointed her toward us. Kate took a step back before she stood up and then turned, disappointed that she didn't accidentally make contact with me. She gave me a wink and turned again, managing to swing close enough that my hard-on grazed her back, leaving a short snail trail on her soft skin. She let out a soft sigh as she moved into position for the next shot. Okay, girl. Giving Gina a soft sweat on the butt. Set your sweet ass on the tailgate. Following direction, she perched herself on the cold metal and gave out a little squeak before settling down. Her legs hung nearly to the floor and she looked so inviting. My cock bobbed in agreement. Okay, lover, I guess you know what to do next. She smiled. I think I've got a pretty good idea. I said and turned to my apprentice. I pushed her knees apart and stood between them, against the top edge of the tailgate. I leaned down and kissed her once more. She wasted no time in latching onto my cock again. We kissed as I played with her tits, and she soon had me at my peak and I had to change things up. I took a step back and began a slow striptease. I'm not much of a dancer and I didn't really think I could pull off any moves that would be particularly provocative or teasing, so I just went slow and never lost eye contact with her. Gina stared at me hard on licking her lips. I pulled off my shirt and managed to kick of my boots with some grace. I turned my back to her and unbuckled my belt and did that slow teasing thing that women do, showing just a bit of butt crack, pulling it back up and then lowering it again slowly. Now I can't understand how a guy's hairy ass can be anywhere near as appealing as the smooth sculpted butt of a young woman, but I did garner a couple wolf whistles when I bent down to pull my pants the rest of the way off. I stood up straight, my back still to Gina, towed off my socks and made my slow turn, naked as the day I was born. Gina had a big smile on her face and held out her arms, beckoning me to her. I stepped up and took her hands and pulled her back to her feet and embraced her. My dick laid flat against her belly as we hugged and kissed. Her hands went to my ass this time and held me tight. I didn't meet much resistance as snaked my fingers under the tight waistband of her tiny work shorts and tired to work them downward. She giggled in our kiss as she let go of my butt and reached between us to pop the snap on her denim shorts. 
I eased the bit of fabric down, running the palms of my hands over her ass once more, and she shook her butt until they drifted down to her boots. I surprised her by picking her up, like a bride being carried over the threshold, and walked us the couple steps back to the truck. She was kicking her legs, trying to lose the shorts, and I struggled to keep her in my arms. Would you settle down? I asked her as I prepared for her landing. I paused and turned to Brit. Hey babe, I need a drop cloth or something here. The back of this truck isn't made for what I have in mind. Well that comment stopped her squirming and she looked at me with questions. I just grinned. Hey I know. Kate chimed in. We have some moving blankets from when we moved out of the store. I'll go get one. Handing Brit the camera, we were once again treated to her naked, animated trek across the building. Returning, she placed it on the tailgate and retrieved her gear. Thanks, babe. Gina said over my shoulder to her girl as I deposited her, but first, onto the blanket. I gave her a soft kiss and then pushed her shoulders back until she lay back with her legs still bent and hanging off the back of the truck. Leaning down, I kissed her generous breasts before moving on. I encountered her belly button and taunted it with my tongue. Her but began to squirm on the quilted blanket. Now I'm a big fan of foreplay and I'll generally make sure that my lover has at least one orgasm before we get to the main event. Gina's pussy is a work of art, perfect in every way. Unaroused, it's a precise slit, a fold that begs to be explored. Now thoroughly inflamed, her inner lips peeked out and her autolubrication system was working at full capacity. I bent over and lapped at a beat of her excitement as it made its way south. She squeaked as I let my tongue tickle her asshole. Studio lights flashed as I drug the tip of my tongue up and slipped it between the folds. Gina whimpered as I traveled on and tormented her clit, peeking out from its hiding place. Both Brit and Kate hovered close by, quietly watching me lap at their roommate's slick snatch. Yes. Gina hissed as I let my tongue explore inside her pussy, lapping up her juices and then moving back up to her stiff clit. A couple swipes of the tongue and then a gently sucking and I had her bucking my face. She reached down and grabbed a couple handfuls of my hair and held me in place as she rode me hard and let out a quick climax. I lapped up her offering as she spiraled down and released her hold on me. Nice, Brit offered, standing behind me, her hand on my ass and massaging it. Kate once more held the camera precariously in one hand while her other diddled her own clit while still trying to get a last couple of shots. I stood and straightened, working the kink out of my back as Gina stared up at me through hooded eyes. Licking her lips, she reached between her long legs and tested her pussy. Her finger came back wet, and she made a show of licking her excesses off her slender digit. I think she's ready, Britt whispered in my ear as her hand slipped over my hard-on. She gave it a gentle tug. It's a little dry, leaning over and carefully aiming. A long strand of saliva traveled from her moist lips and landed on the top of my cock that still rested in her hand. She slowly worked it over my dick as Gina propped herself up on her elbows and watched the show, her eyes now wide and attentive. Hey, I said jokingly. Where's my fluffer? Before anyone could offer a snappy response, a warm, wet sensation spread over my cock. We all glanced down as the photographer had now taken on the role of the fluffer and had her lips wrapped around my cock and my balls in her hand. I've clearly lost control of the set. Britt laughed. She turned her attention to my co-star who was still watching my cock being attended to while her fingers danced over her pussy. I guess it's only fair that you have a fluffer too, Brit said as she bent over the tailgate and tongued her roommate's slick slit. Gina dropped her head and moaned at Brit's expert attention. Okay, I think I'm ready, as I pried an enthusiastic Kate off my cock. 
She frowned at being interrupted and sighed in resignation before giving me one last slurp and standing back on her feet. Come on, Madam Director, the photographer said, grabbing a shoulder strap on her baggy overalls. Brit emerged, wet-faced, and she shared Gina's essence with a long kiss. Okay, stud, Brit announced, giving me a playful, but resounding slap on the ass. You're up. She took a couple steps back and Kate took her position off to the side. I looked down at Gina and as beautifully naked and desirable as she looked, the rhythm had been broken and we shrugged our shoulders in unison. I stepped back between her legs against the tailgate and took her hands and pulled her back up until she sat in front of me. I took her head in my hands and kissed her deep. I felt her wrap her long legs around me, like I was going to go somewhere. We kissed until we were both revved up again. My slick cock was wedged against her belly and she squirmed against it. Our lips parted and with our foreheads touching, we caught our breath. Gina glanced down, making eye contact with the head of my cock, which knowing it, was winking at her. She giggled and asked, Can you do it here? I gave her a questioning look. I mean, am I too low? I looked down between us, my cock resting comfortably against her belly, peeking up at me between her breasts. I looked back up into her brown eyes. Let's give it a try. Giving her another deep kiss. I leaned back and then grabbed her by the hips and pulled her forward until she was just perched on her but on the edge of the tailgate. She stared down intently as I did a slight squat, lining myself up for entry. Gina giggled and squirmed as my cock played with her nether region. Holding her knees, I steadied us both and we watched as my cock slowly disappeared. Gina had her hands on my shoulders and her fingernails bit into my skin. We both froze as her pussy contracted as the tip of my cock snuck in. My pussy wants your cock she said breathlessly as another ripple grasped at me. I nodded as I watched my advancing member slowly make its way into her wet, warm depths. Halfway home, I stalled as her pussy spasmed and she groaned through another small orgasm. Oh God, your cock. I love your cock in me, so big baby. She rocked her hips slightly, stirring her juices with my dick. More baby, I want all your cock in me. Fuck me baby, give it to me. She threw her head back as I planted my cock as deep as our position would allow. Holding her ass tight, I pulled out slightly and bottomed out again. I set a slow pace and fucked her with long strokes, dropping my hips and driving upwards, nearly lifting her off her seat. She shuddered with each stroke as I skimmed her G-spot and I kept it up until my thighs burned. I paused and she looked up at me with a dazed look. Her pussy had taken over her body and mind and she was somewhere far, far away. I gave her a kiss and said, we need to try something else. My legs are killing me. Her eyes grew big, like she just woke up, startled, from a dream. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. Pausing to look down at my cock, slick with her juices, still buried between her pussy lips. I was somewhere. I mean, I was just lost. I mean, have I told you how much I love your cock? And she gave me a big smile. This is so fucking hot. Kate murmured as she hovered over us, shooting continuously. Britt watched with a glazed look, and then she suddenly snapped back to real time. Okay, where to next? The director asked. Not so much the director now, rather wannabe participant, her hand rubbing the crotch of her denim coveralls. I remembered my previous fantasy of bending the tall brunette over the cab of the truck, standing in the bed and having my way with her from behind. Rather abruptly, I backed out of her wet embrace. There was a slurping slash suction sound that made her both giggle and moan. Oh, you're mean! she protested. I think you'll like this, I said, offering her my hand. Standing up in front of me, she squealed with surprise as I grabbed her by the waist and set her up, standing on the tailgate of the truck. 
She looked down on me, somewhat in shock that I had so effortlessly placed her on a higher perch. I bounded up into the back of the truck and turned her toward the cab. She gave me a devilish smile as she placed her hands on the roof of the cab, bent delightfully at the waist, and spread her legs slightly. I kicked the packing blanket behind her and dropped to my knees. I felt the truck move as Kate crawled naked into the back of the truck. The director stood to the side on the built-in running board, enjoying a nice profile. With everyone in place, I inched in until I was in striking distance. Taking a firm cheek in each hand, I spread her obscenely wide. I could hear Kate breathing hard as she shot over my shoulder, most likely capturing close-ups of Gina's panting pussy, her inner lips engorged and wet. I slid my fingers inward and spread her petals wider yet. Both Gina and Kate gasped as her pink interior glistened, pulsating in anticipation. I'd had enough sightseeing and let my tongue wander. Gina moaned and rolled her hips as I played. Put your tongue in my pussy, she commanded, looking over her shoulder. Her pussy fluttered as she watched the concentration of her bandmate as she snapped frame after frame of me eating her pussy. Stick it in. I want to feel you lick me inside. Tongue fuck me, baby. I sensed movement to my left and then felt Brit's hand on mine, helping me spread our lover's ass wide. I scrutinized every square inch of her sweet pussy my tongue could reach and her juices flowed. I gathered a tongue full and moved up and slathered her puckered pink star. An approving moan led me to probe this orifice also and before long, I was tongue deep in her ass as she pushed back. God damn it, fucking, oh god, tongues in my ass, ah oh fuck yeah, unha, 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 there, there, yeah, oh shit. Her asshole grabbed my tongue and tried to draw me in. In self-defense, my first thought was to distract her. Bad move. I slid my thumb over her distended clit, and she cried out once more, reaching back with one hand and grabbing a handful of hair and pulled me tight between her cheeks. I was soon starved for air and was about to tap out when Kate moved up beside her as she began to sway and helped her stay on her feet. Secure, Gina released her hold and I backed out, gasping for air. I rested the side of my head on my apprentice's shapely ass and tried to focus on Brit standing just a couple feet away. Her outfit had been jettisoned and she now stood with her left foot on the running board and her right on the fender. Two slender fingers, manicured and painted deep red worked their way in and out of her sopping cunt. She chewed on her bottom lip and stared beyond us, lost as her mind and fingers took her to the ragged edge and then dumped her over it. She shuddered, reaching for the something to grab onto. I leaned over and gave her my hand and she nearly broke my fingers as latched on. There was giggling over my right shoulder as Gina and Kate watched their roommates succumb. I stood up and moved over to my partner, and she leaned into me, her head on my hip. I ran my fingers through her long blonde tresses and she purred like a kitten. We took a couple minutes to regroup. Kate and Gina leaned against the cab and shared soft kisses. Gina teased her lover, playing with her hard nipples while Kate essentially dry-humped her girlfriend's knee. Britt came around and was ready to wrap this up. Turn, she said, grabbing a thigh and pulling me to face her. Director turned fluffer. She took me in her mouth and I was instantly erect. Hey, that's my job, Kate said in protest, half-hearted as she continued to lubricate Gina's knee with her juices. Yeah, well, she said as she let me go with a pop. Grab your gear and let's finish this up. Babe, she said, giving me a coach-like slap on the butt. Get in there and give her what for? Yes, ma'am. I said, unsuccessfully stifling my laughter. I turned back to my co-star and she stared down at my cock, stiff and wet with Brit's saliva. She licked her full lips and gave me a look that made my cock jump. Where? She asked. Where we left off. I answered. Gladly. Her hands back on the roof, 
but out and legs spread slightly. At the perfect height, I grabbed my heart on and swiped it up and down her pussy. Her lips seemed to pucker, wanting to draw me in, but I was now in a teasing mood. I slipped in the tip and just as quickly backed out. She whimpered and then gasped as I poked at her rosebud. I prodded a little, just enough to elicit a panting yes as she pushed back. I pushed back down and half my length was suddenly sequestered in her tight pussy. Fuck! She hissed as she stalled, waiting to see what I would do next. I held my ground, my hands on her hips and I rose up on the balls of my feet and slowly planted myself deeper. My cock pushed down and her hips rocked, massaging her G-spot on the bottom of my dick as it passed by. Fuck me! She moaned. Gina spread her legs wider yet, leaving me flat-footed and balls deep. I held her hips tight and started to ride. Long, slow stokes, wet, warm and tight. Brit now sat on the edge of the bed, legs straight out, straddling our feet. Her fingers strummed her clit as she stared at me intently. I turned back to the work at hand and picked up the pace. Gina grunted each time my cock reached in to tickle her cervix. My balls slapped her clit playfully. I ran my hands up the sides of her long, lean torso with each stroke. She whipped her head from side to side. Harder! She cried as her brunette mane splayed recklessly across her shoulders and back. Stopping at the bottom of a cycle, I ground my cock, working for that extra bit of depth. While she moaned and clawed at the shiny finish of the truck cab, I gathered up a handful of hair and reined her in. Oh, you fuck! She barked as I pulled her head back and claimed even more depth within. Her pussy rippled over my cock and I rode her hard, quick jabs as I held her hair taut. Her hard nipples grazed the seam separating the roof from the back of the cab, strumming her tits with each cycle. A quick glance left. Brit's glassy focus remained and I deliberately paused on the upstroke, giving her a glance at my slick shaft. So focused on the pleasure at hand, I'd lost track of Kate until the sound of the shutter drew my glance downward. The little one had stealthily slid in on her back between our legs and was shooting up. Her affliction to porn had drawn her to shoot close-ups of our coupling. I could only imagine the landscape she would create on the computer with these shots. My concentration broken, Gina reached back with one hand to sweat at me as she thrust her ass, sucking my cock back into her lustful cunt. Fuck my pussy, she demanded. She growled as she got a better grip on the edge of the cab and thrust her ass at me. Fuck that pussy. Give me that big fucking cock. Fuck me. I'm gonna come all over fucking cock until you fucking fill me with your cum. Gina's lewd tirade stoked my fire, and I was ready to drive this baby home. You want fucked? I asked as I gave her a slap on the ass. She cried out, but never slowed. I slid my hands down the side of legs and cupped my hands where she bent, the intersection of her legs and torso. Now with a firm grip I slammed her hard, my cock reaching unexplored depths. Her pussy walls convulsed, and she moaned unintelligible words. How's that for fucked? I asked as I plowed her pussy hard. Obscene sounds echoed through the warehouse. Brit moaned beside us, her wet fingers abusing her clit. Again out of sight, out of mind, Katie struck once more with impeccable timing. I could feel Gina's pussy now in a constant state of orgasm, her pussy walls fluttering around my cock, working to coax me into submission for the finale. My climax inched up my cock, my balls tightened and then she attacked. All I felt was a fluttering tongue on my shaft as Kate flicked at Gina's trigger. She inhaled hard as her pussy erupted, squirting for the first time ever. Her juices washed over my cock and balls. Kate squealed as the warm clear liquid washed over her face and onto her tits. My cock answered, 
firing back with stream after stream of sperm-laden cum Kate reached up and cupped my wet balls and I thrust even deeper as my cock belched another load deep inside her Gina's convulsing, ravenous cunt. Spent and weak, I laid my head on Gina's back, wet with sweat. I ran my hands up and down her sides as we both just lay there and tried to catch our breath. It took a couple minutes and a couple aftershocks before we were even ready to think about uncoupling. I pushed up off her back and she moaned. Not yet. And her pussy gave my cock a hug. I too moaned in protest, but mine was from my back and the back of my thighs. I'm sorry, babe. Careful not to dislodge myself. I twisted my back and rotated my head as I held her hips. The minx rocked her hips like she thought I was working up to another round. No way, I told myself. Brit had obviously recovered quicker than Gina and I, and I felt her at my back. She wrapped her arms around me and hugged me tight. Her still erect nipples poked my back and the warmth of her pussy radiated against my butt. That was fucking hot. She whispered in my ear, nibbling as she spoke. I reached back with one hand and grabbed an ass cheek and gave her a loving squeeze. Gina lurched suddenly and her pussy rippled down my cock. Kate giggled from below as her tongue lapped at the combined juices that seeped around my cock and her bedmate's sensitive inner lips. Fuck Katie. Gina grunted as she pushed back, grinding her gluttonous sex on my spent cock. Britt cooed in my ear as she teased it with her tongue when Kate decided to lick my balls. Attacked from all sides, I pushed back in retreat. Gina moaned in protest, her pussy grasping at my cock as Kate lapped at the underside as it emerged, wet and worn out. Brit held me tight to her, as she slowly assisted in my escape. Well shit! Gina moaned once more as I made my exit, but not a complete escape. Warm lips immediately wrapped themselves around my cock for a couple of cursory sucks and then the little one turned her attention to my co-star. Gina jumped and then moaned as Kate made obscene sucking and slurping sounds, cleaning up after us. I turned to my love and pulled her in for a deep kiss. Our hands were latched onto each other's asses and we kissed until our tongues hurt. Still attached, we nuzzled each other and listened to the continuous moaning behind me. Is this part of the fluffer's job too, clean up duty? I asked. Taking my flaxen member in her hand, she gave a loving squeeze. Kate's a jack-of-all-trades kind of girl. So I've noticed. Giving her another kiss. Well, I don't know about you, but I think that shoot went rather well. Kate and Gina were now both vertical and hugging and kissing quietly. The first one or the second one? She asked, returning the kiss. Well, they both had their moments. I smiled just as my stomach growled so loud it echoed throughout the building. That brought out the giggles on all three of my nude playmates. Well, I guess that signals the end of the workday. Time for dinner. I stepped down from the truck and helped each of my lovers down, collecting a kiss as their feet hit the ground. We shut down the lights, Kate and I gathered up the cameras and we made our way across the building and home. Suddenly recognizing that we were all ravenous, we made a beeline to the kitchen and basically grazed, eating whatever caught our fancy. Our hunger satiated, we sat at the island digesting. The girls huddled together and talked and laughed, and I looked up at the clock and saw that it was just after eight o'clock. I was beat and I looked forward to a long night's sleep and made my intentions known. Without comment or rebuttal, the girls carried on so I put my dishes in the sink and made my way to the bedroom. In the shower, I was lathered up and my eyes shut tight to keep the soap out. I felt a familiar blast of cool air indicating the shower door had been opened and I awaited Brit's sneak attack from the rear dot on cue. A warm body pressed itself against my back. Firm breasts massaged between my shoulder blades. Soft hands made their way across my chest and downward until my privates were once again cradled lovingly. 
I can't seem to get enough of you today, she said in a husky tone. My cock jumped at the realization that it was once again in Gina's grasp, not Brit's as I had expected. She giggled as I turned and then she kissed me lightly. Hi. Her eyes bright and big. She took my cock in her hand again and slowly coaxed it back to about half-staff. The girls figured that you and I were pretty well out of the game for the rest of the night and they were still worked up, so they asked if I would mind spending the night with you and they could. Well, you know, they could work out their frustrations, she said with a big smile. So, giving my cock a slow twist and tug. Is that okay with you? The look in her big brown eyes alone made my cock jump for joy. I suppose so, as I took a tit in each hand and pinched her nipples between my fingers. Her grip tightened and her eyes closed and she muttered something unintelligible. Just don't expect more than some cuddling and television tonight, I whispered before delivering another deep kiss. We finished our mutual soaping and rinsing and made our way to the bathroom and dried each other off. Gina was very quiet, more than usual it seems as we finished up and I took her hand and led her to the bedroom. Someone had set a couple bottles of water on the nightstand and I grabbed the remote and pulled back the covers. After you, I said, motioning toward the king-size bed. She smiled and began to arrange the pillows. I stood back and admired the view once more. You first, she said, patting the mattress. She'd stacked up the pillows so that I could comfortably lean back against the headboard. I took my spot, taking a bottle of water and the remote with me. Gina crawled onto the bed on her knees and grabbed mine and spread my legs and then took her spot, sitting nearly in my lap, her long legs between mine. Leaning back against me, she squirmed and burrowed until she was situated. Taking my hands, she wrapped my arms around her, across her upper belly and hugged herself with my arms. Leaning her head against my chest, she sighed. So, is this okay? I rocked my ass around and grunted, like I was making the final settings, and then hugged her tighter. Perfect, except for one thing. What's that? She asked with genuine concern. I've lost the remote. She so wanted to turn and tickle me but I had a good hold on her, and she finally let me go long enough to grab the remote herself. I was too tired and comfortable to try to gain control and after a bit of channel surfing and her finally settling on some kind of late-night soap... I quickly drifted off to sleep. I awoke some time later and we hadn't moved other than her arm at our side, the remote resting in her hand and the big screen playing to no one. I slowly reached for the remote and turned it off, casting the room into darkness. Gina didn't stir, her breathing slow and quiet. I pushed some pillows out of the way and gently rolled her to the left until she lay on her side. Rearranging her long hair, I nestled in behind her, her firm but warming my nether region. I draped my arm around her and took her right teacup in my hand and quickly fell back to sleep. Early Friday morning I've always known that I was a sound sleeper and the girls now knew it too, and some people might feel they were being taken advantage of, but I wasn't one of those this morning. Gina was woken earlier, a stiffness poking her from behind. Morning wood was virtually a guaranteed phenomenon with me and yesterday's apprentice was taking advantage of the situation. I was wakened as her long fingers, wrapped around my cock, guiding me to her waiting pussy. I laid perfectly still as she gently ran my cock head up and down her slit, anointing it with her juices before slowly introducing me to her tight pussy once more. I closed my eyes and just felt the sensation of her warm wetness embracing me. She moaned lightly as she lifted her leg high, spreading herself as she worked to take me deeper. I feigned sleep as long as I could, letting her have her way with me. She squeaked startled when I squeezed the breast still in my grasp. I nuzzled her neck and rocked my hip forward, giving her a little more of me. Morning, lover, I whispered. Mmm. 
Morning. She hummed as she rocked her hips, enjoying the tip of my cock tickling the inside of her tight pussy. Hope this is okay, she said with a little moan. You were in my dreams all night. I had to have you again when I woke up and felt you poking my butt, rocking her hips some more. I obliged and cocked my hips and worked a hand under her thigh and slipped a bit deeper inside. She moaned her approval. At the same time, I could feel my bladder begin to protest, and as much as I hated to, I said, Babe, I hate to be a buzzkill, but I really need to take a leak. I promise we can pick up where we left off. Oh shit, I'm sorry, she said as she jumped off the bed, nearly dragging me by the dick with her. She stood there, gloriously naked, looking down at my hard-on like it was a loaded weapon about to go off. It's okay. I laughed as I swung my legs off the edge of the bed and stood up beside her. Remembering her limited experience with the opposite sex I thought I should try to explain the fact that if a guy really has to pee, it's impossible, at least for me it is, to ejaculate. My mind played with how to explain it. Like if the gun already has one kind of ammunition in it, it's hard to change to another kind in the heat of a battle. It didn't take me long to throw that one out the window. Well anyway, when I gotta pee, well I gotta pee, that's it. She giggled and kissed my cheek and then surprisingly took the loaded weapon in her hand and drugged me toward the bathroom. Brit told me she liked helping you, now it's my turn. She continued to giggle like a little girl. Well shit, I mumbled to myself as Gina led the way. One of Brit's favorite stunts seemed to be playing fireman as she stood behind me with my cock in her hand and directed the flow as it were. Maybe she was pretending she was the one with the dick, I don't know, but it seemed to give her great joy, so I let her have her fun. Gina though stood to the side and held me, staring down and waited patiently for a few seconds. Nothing was happening, so she gave it a few tugs. I'm not a cow, babe, I said looking over at her. She looked up and her face turned a crimson red and she looked like she might bubble up and cry. Now I felt like shit. It's okay, baby, I said putting my hand over hers as she was about to let go. He's a little shy the first time, I told her, holding her hand in place. Here squeezing her hand slightly. Just hold him loosely and when he doesn't feel threatened, well he'll, well you know, he'll just pee. Gina smiled an embarrassed smile and then looked down as she felt the magic begin. She giggled with the same delight as she directed the yellow stream, tracing circles and figure eights in the bowl. She moaned with disappointment as the well ran dry and she squeezed it, looking for the last drop. No sweetie, you're just supposed to give it a couple shakes. She laughed as she gave my half-hard dick a couple of shakes and then leaned down and gave him a little kiss on the head. I laughed and gave her a sweat on her bare butt and led her to the sinks. I washed my hands and insisted she do the same. Seems kind of silly since I'm just gonna put it in my mouth in a couple minutes. She laughed. I just shook my head and rinsed my face and grabbed the bottle of mouthwash. Freshened up, we went hand in hand back into the bedroom and jumped onto the bed. We made out like a couple teenagers and when the time was right, we stopped and just held each other, staring into each other's eyes. I could read in her eyes that the gears were turning and I waited patiently. My hands wandered over her backside until she came up with the words. I know I don't have to tell you how much you mean to me, and well to Kate for that matter, she said quietly. And I know, she smiled. I know I don't have to tell me how much I love having sex with you. Last night was incredible and squirting for the first time. Holy shit, and I love Brit and Kate and all, but... She paused and played with a lock of my hair. I don't know, when it's just us, I mean, it's not like we're, well you know, our situation. The redness returned to her cheeks as I placed my finger over her lips to interrupt her. I know, I said. 
Our situation is a little different, but know that I love you. We all love you and each other on some level. So how about we don't think about it so much and just make love to each other now? Not just sex, but love. Oh God, she moaned as just my words evidently triggered something in her. Our lips were on each other again, our hands searching. I rolled her onto her back and brushed her hair aside and looked down at her beautiful face. I kissed her lips and quickly peppered her with light kisses until I was between her long legs. Here I took my time, kissing her inner thighs and working my way to her pussy which beckoned me once more. Her readiness was evident as she grabbed a handful of hair and literally drugged me back up until we were face to face once again. Love me, George. She whimpered as she squirmed, feeling my hardness against her. Let me love you. She inhaled sharply as my cock tip found its mark without our help, splitting her welcoming lips. Her nails bit into my back as my cock advanced slowly. We kissed, our tongues dueled and we concentrated on our kissing while my cock and her pussy played their own game. I made a slow, teasing entry until I could go no further and rested there. Gina's pussy caressed me, her inner walls rippled up and down my length. Upon beginning to back out, her pussy clinched, trying to hold me tight. I stalled and pushed myself up on my arms and looked down at her. Gotcha, she said with a big smile. Think so? I replied, sinking back into the hilt and then pulling back up and out before she had time to react. My cock met the cool air, and she arched her hips trying to catch me in mid-flight. She dug her fingers into my sides and whined like I'd taken her favorite toy away from her. Please! She whimpered and then cried out as I slid my cock back into her greedy pussy. I felt her hook her long legs around the back of mine, effectively cinching me in place with just enough freedom to give her the fucking that we both wanted. Our eyes never parted as we made love to one another. Her mouth was open, breathing hard. She wanted to say things, dirty things, but she let her eyes talk for her. We played with one another, me rocking my hips and changing up my stroke. She showed her talents, willing her sweet pussy to do things that surprised even her. I can't tell you how long we went at it this way, just staring at each other, testing each other until we both knew the end was near. I could feel it in my balls and her pussy began to ripple uncontrollably. I'm gonna, I said as I dropped down on top of her, her breasts breaking my fall. I moved my hands down and grabbed an ass cheek in each hand, dug in my toes and began to drive. Me too, she cried in my ear as she drew her legs up and wrapped them up under my ass and spurred me on. Oh fuck, she cried out, hugging me with her arms and legs, pulling me into her. Mumbled chanting with the occasional swear word was all I heard until I felt her pussy give in to the inevitable. Fyok! She moaned as her pussy took control. It was all I could do to ride out the storm for a few seconds, working my cock to try and prolong her climax until it was time to abandon ship. Gina! Was all I managed to sputter into her shoulder, as my cock literally felt like it exploded. I left finger imprints in her ass as I clinched and drove myself as deep as possible. My expulsion caused her to come once more, and I felt her juices wash over my pulsing cock. Her pussy was still rippling with aftershocks as we tried to hug each other tighter. We couldn't move if the house was on fire, catching our breath, and whispering each other's names. She ran her hands up and down my back and sides as my hands were trapped beneath her, happily kneading her supple ass cheeks. When I'd regained my strength I nibbled at her ear. I must be getting heavy on you. And before she could protest... I had us on our sides. Still well connected down below, we parted slightly on top and rested our heads on the bed. Her eyes glistened and then she giggled. I arched my eyes in question. Your cum is running down my thigh. And she moved enough to make a squelching sound, giggling again. 
I needed to change the sheets anyway, I said as I flexed my half-hard cock, getting another giggle out of her. She continued to stare at me and I tried to read her mind. I leaned in and gave her a soft peck on the lips and then one on the end of her nose. What are you thinking? I asked as I felt her pussy hug me once more. She ran a finger over my cheek and let it wander south as she looked for an answer. Nothing specific, I guess, she said as she circled my nipple with her fingertip. I guess I'm just thinking about where I am and who I'm with, you know with you and Kate and Britt, and how life or luck or whatever can just... She paused. I don't know how to say it, but if you'd asked me a year ago where I thought I would be or what my life would be like, I mean I would never have thought I would end up here. She ran her hand down my side, skipping over my ribs until her hand rested on my hip. She pushed herself to me, not wanting to lose our connection. I managed to get my spent cock to give her one more gasp and she mewed, closing her eyes, smiling. I think you can say that of all of us, I said, looking at her beautiful face. I always hoped that I could make my hobby my career and we all hope to meet that special person someday, but... And she opened her eyes to look deep into mine. But even I couldn't dream, no. Not even fantasize that I would be where I am right now. She ran her fingers through my hair and thought for a minute. Yeah, I don't think any of us could have imagined that we'd all end up here together like this. I'm not sure what the word would be, surreal maybe, but the whole scenario. I mean three girls, away from home and rooming together and going to college. Then one of them, the alpha female, is there such a thing? Anyway, one of them meets the guy of her dreams, literally, the guy of her dreams, and he becomes a big part, and I do mean a big part. Glancing down at our tenuous connection, giggling. Of our lives and then you throw in the store and the business and being part of your business and your life. Well, I don't think any of us could have come up with a better fantasy. And then she paused and brought her lips to mine and kissed me softly. And then there's the sex. She paused and gave me another kiss. The sex and the love. I know that I never imagined it could be like this and. Giving me another kiss. It only gets better and better. Yes, it does. I replied, rolling her back on her back and parking my reawakened direction. Gina moaned as our tongues grappled and her pussy played with me. It didn't matter that I was pretty well played out. The closeness was all we needed and who knows. Given enough time, I could probably rise to the occasion once more. But it wasn't to be. Are you guys still at it? We paused at mid-makeout and turned our heads to see Brit standing naked, leaning against the door jam, her arms crossed under her perfect breasts. She almost looked upset, or mad until she broke into a big smile and took two long strides toward the bed and then launched herself at us. Instinctively, Gina and I rolled in different directions, my half-hard cock reluctant to leave, and Britt landed smack between us. Immediately, we were all laughing and tickling and kissing each other until we were all out of breath. We laid there, arms and legs intertwined and trying to catch our breath. The sheets were a tangled mess and the pillows were, well I'm not sure where they ended up. Geez, you guys are noisy came the squeaky voice from across the room. I managed to turn my head enough to spy little Kate, also delightfully naked, standing in the doorway, rubbing the sleep from her big brown eyes. I reached out to her, inviting her to join us and she padded across the floor, taking my hand and nestled up beside me. Stealing a quick kiss, she rested her head on my shoulder and in seconds drifted back to sleep. Gina picked her head up and looked across Brit and I at her cute bedmate. You must have really done a number on her she said to Brit before she gave her a long, deep kiss. Yeah, Brit replied, licking her lips after the wet kiss. You guys had her pretty wound up after the shoot in the truck. I don't think I've ever seen her that worked up and, well, just nasty. She laughed. 
I think she's been watching a lot of porn when we're not around or something, cause some of the stuff that came out of her mouth, well let's just say, it's not something you or I taught her. She laughed. But don't get me wrong, I liked it. It was kind of like role playing, but I couldn't keep up with her. She's a natural. Yeah, giggled Gina, now running her index finger playfully around Brit's excited nipple. She has gotten a lot more vocal lately. The first time she told me to eat my fucking pussy, it took me by surprise. My cock twitched and Brit felt it against her thigh. Yeah, massaging my dick. We were licking each other's pussy when she yelled back at me to stick your fingers in my ass, bitch. Gina snickered and my cock jumped in Brit's hand. So I slapped her ass, spit on her asshole and just shoved two fingers right up her ass. She came so hard I thought I would drown. I figured I'd show her who was boss, so I just held her on top of me and sucked on her clit and fucked her ass until she about passed out. I was fully erect now and Gina was moaning softly, one hand between her legs and one between Brit's. I glanced over at the clock. Shit, is it that time already? The girls moaned in displeasure, except Kate who continued to softly snore in my ear. Sorry girls, I really need to get up and get going. All right. They groused in harmony and rolled off the bed. I gently extricated myself from Kate's embrace and slipped the sheet over her. Britt and Gina disappeared by the time I turned around and then I heard the familiar sound of the shower running. I joined them under the gentle rain where they washed my hair and everywhere else followed by a tandem blowjob that took me like a hit and run. It was over before I knew what happened. With a couple of familiar tasting kisses, they turned me, lovingly swatted me on the ass and pushed me toward the door. When I left for work, all I heard was moaning and groaning, gentle snoring and the sound of my water meter spinning madly, worth every penny. Friday, mid-morning. Well, I wonder if my girls are amongst the living yet? I asked out loud to no one in the truck. Shit, now I'm talking to myself, but this time to myself. I yelled at my phone. Call office. Surprisingly, it repeated my command and I heard it dial in my ear. The phone on the bedside table rang and rang and a chorus of grumbles emanated from the tangle of sheets and feminine flesh. Britt reached for the annoying instrument, nearly knocking it to the floor and mumbled a sleepy. Hello? I immediately envisioned the scene and to my credit, I was quick enough to lower my voice and try to sound like a Texan. Hello, little lady, is this here that red brick photography outfit? Uh, well, um... I imagined her looking at the corded handpiece she held and thought I heard her restrained. Damn it when she looked for a caller ID and there wasn't one. I'm sorry, yes, this is Red Brick. And I could hear her bedmates moaning in displeasure as she tried to extricate herself and sit up on the edge of the bed. Can I help you? Well, I'm hoping you can their sweet cheeks. A little birdie told me that y'all take some of them. Ah, uh, what you call em? Boo, ah, uh, boo-roar. Shit, I can't say it. You know, some of them sexy pictures in the bedroom? Britt was now half awake and I sensed she was trying to stifle a giggle. Well, yes, sir, we have shot boudoir or what you call bedroom pictures for clients in the past. Uh, pausing for a second. Are you interested in pictures for yourself? I held back a snort of laughter when I heard the question, figuring that Brit now had her head buried in a pillow, knowing that didn't sound right. Well, hell's bells, girl. No one wants to see an old coot like me lollygagging around on a bed in my BVDs. I said with a guttural laugh. I was on a roll and had to see how far I could get with this. Nah, this is for this pretty little filly I'm seeing. I travel a lot, and we don't get together but every once in a while and well, between you and me, I think she's worried I'll stray on her when I'm on the road. I had to pause to come up with my next line and Brit jumped in, now wide awake and in the mode. Well sir, I've heard that story before. 
a girl gets her hands on a fella like you and she doesn't want to take the chance of losing him, so maybe she feels she has to do something to make sure he remembers her. Honey, I continued digging deep for my inner Texan. If you ever laid eyes on this little redhead, well hell, when she's with me, I'm like a horny toad on Viagra. I mean, well hell, I'm sorry darling, I've said enough already. Just leave it that there ain't a snowball's chance in hell that I'd fool around on Becky. Shit, I said to myself, and there was a gasp on the other end of the line. Uh, sir, uh, did you say your girl's name is Becky? I didn't detect any suspicion in her voice, so I carried on. Yeah, I didn't mean to mention her name, but hell, I guess you'll know it sooner or later if we do this. It's not a secret or anything, you know, us fooling around and all. I ain't married and neither she, but she's just a young thing. Not sure what she sees in an old fart like me, but I'm not about to look a gift horse in the mouth. I figured my Roman days were through until I stopped in for a new pair of Tony Llamas. Those are boots, and anyway, I sat down to try on a pair of ostrich and then, well hell, there was an angel, a red-headed angel with the greenest eyes God ever made. There was dead air on the other end and I waited and I waited. Well darling, tell you what, I'll tell Becky that I found a place to get her pictures taken and I'll just let you and her work out the details. That sound okay? Uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, that'll be fine. She said. I could hear the numbness in her voice. All right, darling. Well, you have a good day and I'll have my girl give you a call. Quickly hitting the end key. Holy shit. I said to myself out loud again, staring at the phone. That was funny as hell or I'm gonna catch hell when she finds out. At home, in bed. Holy shit. Britt proclaimed as she looked at the handset. What? Kate asked as she sat up and stretched like a waking cat. I just had the weirdest phone call. She replied, hanging up the phone and reaching for the open bottle of water on the bedside table. Gina thrashed at the sheets that had her bound to the bed and Kate wrestled with her until the brunette overpowered her little lover and bounded from the bed. She stood and stretched her long, lean body as her roommates looked on admiringly. What was so weird about the call? She asked, oblivious to lustful leering. Oh yeah. Birth to Brit. Well, it was this old guy. I think he was from Texas or Oklahoma, somewhere like that. Anyway, he says that his girlfriend, throwing out the air quotes again, wanted to have some boudoir photos done for him. Well, that's nice, Kate said as she got out of bed and stood behind Gina and began to give her a back rub. Gina purred like a kitten and writhed about under her little lover's massaging fingers. Yeah, but I don't know. It was a little creepy. I mean, he sounded really old, like, I don't know, 40 or something. I don't know, Kate said in a sing-songy fashion. Johnny's a lot older than 40 and he's pretty sexy. John was the old friend of George's that set the girls up in the retail bikini business. You, the other two said in chorus. We all love John for what he did for us and you, well you gave him a blow job. Britt wrinkling her nose in mock disgust. But sexy? Both girls shook their head in disagreement. That just got Gina an abrupt end to her massage and a sharp swat on the ass. Hey. Gina squealed, jumping and turning in midair, grabbing Kate before she could make her exit. Picking her easily up and off the ground, she threw the little one on the bed, just missing Brit. Gina tackled the squirming half-pint and the tickling and giggling ensued. Anyway, Brit stood by the bed, raising her voice. It wasn't that he was old so much as it was how young his girlfriend is. She waited patiently for the girls to ask how old the lucky girl was, but the naked wrestling too much fun. Brit cleared her throat trying to get their attention, but to no avail. Well, hell, his girlfriend is Becky. Well, that might has well been a bucket of cold water. The frolicking stopped so abruptly. 
Both girls rolled over and stared up at Brit, bug-eyed. Did you say Becky? In two-part harmony. Brit took a seat beside them and nodded. Unless there is another sexy redhead in town that sells cowboy boots named Becky, then yeah. The other two sat up and stared into space, their minds trying to fathom this bit of news. What are you going to do? Katie asked. What do you mean, what am I going to do? Brit replied. Well, are you going to ask Becky if she's boinking some old cowboy on the side? Kate continued. Kate! Gina yelped, slapping her playfully on her bare thigh. You don't just ask somebody something like that. That's, well, that's rude. I don't know. Distancing herself from Gina's long reach. I'd want to know. Looking at Brit. If the girl my boyfriend and I have been playing with was also getting it on with someone's grandfather. You. Moaned Gina, taking another sweat at the little one. Ah, shit. Brit groaned as she fell back on the bed and tried to smother herself with a pillow. A bit later after an uncommonly quiet and subdued group shower, the girls rummaged around through my t-shirts for the day's apparel. Brit grabbed an apple and went out and up the stairs to the office. She had to call Becky today anyway to make sure we were all set up for the shoot tomorrow. She sat her thunk-clad butt on the chair and stared at the phone, formulating a dialogue with her red-headed friend. Picking up the receiver, she fooled with the buttons. Son of a bitch! The screech echoed through the building and Kate and Gina sprinted out of the house and up the stairs. What the hell? Gina yelled out, trying to get Brit's attention. Brit stared long and hard at the digital readout on the office phone. I was fucked. That son of a bitch. That sneaky, no good. And then she began to laugh. Gina and Kate stood back, huddled up together at the head of the stairs, ready to make a break in case their best friend lost it completely. Blazing mad one minute and laughing out loud the next, not a good sign. Brit flopped back into the high back leather chair and threw her long legs up on the desk. Brit continued to laugh and shake her head. Well, he got me this time, but like they say, payback is a bitch. The girls continued to keep their distance and waited. Come here, Brit said, pointing to the phone. Still somewhat suspicious and cautious, they inched their way beside her. Gina glanced down at the phone while Kate continued to watch Brit, ready to retreat if need be. Gina stared at the digital display, her mind working until the light went on. Son of a bitch! Yeah, right? Brit exclaimed, jumping out of the seat. Kate, still clueless, jumped back, dragging Gina with her until they both lost their footing and tumbled to the floor. Brit and Gina broke out in uncontrolled laughter, and Kate slipped away to a seemingly safe distance. What? 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 It was George, Brit finally managed to say as she brought her laughter under control. What was George? Kate asked, still confused and a little flustered still. Old Loverba was the cowboy. George was the old guy on the phone, Gina said still laughing. I still don't get it. Why would George pretend to be someone he wasn't? It was a prank, Brit said back in the chair. She threw those long legs back on the desk, the t-shirt bunched around her waist. She looked naked in profile from the waist down, a look that didn't escape either roommate as she continued. He called here at what, ten o'clock? We were still in bed and I wallowed around trying to get to the phone and I must have sounded like I was still asleep. I know I was, Gina interjected. I didn't even hear it ring. Kate shook her head in agreement. She didn't hear it either. Anyway, George must have known we were still sacked out, so he decided to screw with me. I've got to give him props. He had me going from the beginning until he hung up. She shook her head, still disbelieving. But it's my turn now. It's my turn now and he'll never know what hit him. Brit rubbed her hands together and cackled like a Hollywood scheming witch. Once again, 
the other two slowly backed away. Late Friday afternoon it was a typical Friday afternoon. Nobody really gave a hoot about work, looking forward to the weekend. With a photo shoot on a ranch with four beautiful women on my calendar, I should have been looking forward to the end of the day as much as anyone. But no. I had to pull that phone prank on Brit this morning and sure as spring follows winter, I knew she'd find out who made the call and there'd be hell to pay. I wasn't so worried about my favorite blonde getting mad so much as I was worried about how she would get even, and to make matters worse, I was out number three, May 4th to 1st. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to a weekend looking over my shoulder, waiting for the other shoe to drop. I stalled as long as I could and when I ran out of little errands to do, cleaning out my emails and texts, hell, I even stopped and had my truck washed. I finally called home to see if I could do anything for my girls before I got there. Hey stud, the girl on the other end answered. I looked at my phone to make sure I dialed Brit's cell. A muted giggle gave her away. Hey Katie, what are you doing answering Brit's phone? Damn, she now giggled out loud. I was hoping I'd fooled you. I saw it was you and I was gonna talk dirty to you or something. Giggling some more. Well you can go ahead and talk dirty if you like. I'm not gonna stop you. I said as I did a mental head slap. Call history. We have call history on the office phone upstairs and Brit was sharp enough to try and figure out who the old timer was that called this morning. Again, I'm fucked. Nah. Kate went on, breaking into my mental ass whipping. It'd be more fun if you didn't know who you were talking to. So do you need to talk to Brit? She's in the motorhome with Gina. We're getting loaded up for tomorrow and I just came in to grab some bottled water for the fridge. It's gonna be so much fun tomorrow. Again I was only half listening. Her comment on it being more fun to fool with someone on the phone if they didn't know who you were landed dangerously close to my precarious position. I just knew that they knew I was the caller and payback was in my future. No, that's okay lover. I said. I was just on my way and was checking in to see if I could do anything for you guys on my way home. I really do appreciate your getting everything loaded up for tomorrow though. I take it we're not going to shoot the Hudson tonight? Britt said that we didn't have to get the car back to the owner until next week, cause they're out of the country or something like that, so she figured it made more sense to get the motorhome loaded and we can get out of here early tomorrow. I guess we're swinging by Becky's store on the way to pick up the rest of the clothes and Becky of course. She giggled some more. Sounds like my girls have it all under control so, if you don't need me to pick anything up, I'll just head for the barn. Barn? She giggled. Barn here, barn there. I sense a theme in there somewhere. Anyway, yeah, I think we're good to go. Dinner tonight will be leftovers. The fridge looks like a Tupperware store. I'm not sure what the plans are for food for tomorrow, but I know we won't have to worry about dehydration. We've packed enough water and juices and things that we could survive for a week or two. Giggling once more. All right, sweetie, well get that sweet ass back to work and I'll be home in a bit. I said kiddingly. Okay, lover. Laughing this time. We'll see you in a bit. And she gave a little kiss over the phone and the connection was lost. By the time I got home, I had quit worrying about any retribution coming my way. That was inevitable. I'd just take it when it came and make the best of it. No sense in worrying about it. At home Katie spoke the truth. The girl had indeed worked their perfect little butts off and by the time I rolled in, there was nothing to do but duck my head inside and sing their praises for a job well done. Gina had figured out how to plug in the power cord and had the fridge cooled down and all the lights ablaze. Kate had found areas to stash all the camera gear and what clothes we had for the shoot were hanging in the closets or folded and put away. There was indeed enough liquid refreshments on board to throw a decent-sized party. So what do you think, babe? 
Brit hugged me from the rear, hands under my shirt. We even packed some swimsuits. Becky said there is a lake we can swim in. Yeah, I said, my hands back behind her and caressing her but under the hem of her cutoffs. It's a nice-sized lake with a bit of a beach, but it's surrounded by big trees that give a lot of shade. Great place for a picnic. Or a good fucking, I said to myself, reliving Becky and my time together on the blanket below the canopy of the big oak, showing a pair of squirrels watching us how it was really done. Great, Becky said that she loved to put picnics together, so she'd take care of the food for tomorrow. She said, tweaking my nipples. Well, your timing couldn't have been better, Gina said as she made her way out of the back of the coach. She strutted toward us like a runway model. Her long legs disappeared briefly into another pair of obscenely short shorts, barefoot and sexy. One of my missing tees was knotted just below her magnificent breasts, and she wore a smile that reminded me of what we did last night. Britt meanwhile had moved her hands down and was running her fingers over my awakened little buddy. Down, boy. She whispered in my ear as she openly squeezed my heart on. You're mine tonight. She ran her tongue around the inside of my ear and my cock throbbed, eliciting a little whimper from her. I think I may have whimpered too. Continue in the next part.